How's everybody doing today? Today we're finishing up this series on relationships. And uh, just very quickly before I begin, I just wanted to remind you, if you're a guest with us today and, and you have not filled out one of these cards, would you do that for us? And what you can do is if you fill out the card, you bring it back to the back in the lobby. And if you give this card to us, then we'll give you a, a Chick-fil-A gift card just for being our guest as a gift today. So please be, uh, be mindful of that as well if you'd be willing to give us a record of your visit. Um, I just returned from six days, spending six days with the uh, senior class, the graduating class of this year in, um, for a Tri-State Christian Academy. So, you know, if I, if I lose my train of thought or if I, like, fall over or something, just show me some grace, all right? Because today's about relationships, all right? Uh, I, I, want, I want you to know that I, I, I had a, a really great time uh, we had just, just being able to watch uh, some of the tri-state leadership. Uh, of course, the headmaster, Keith Wilson, and his wife, Christina, were on the trip. And then the senior sponsor, uh, Susan Criddle, was there with Phil Criddle. And it was just wonderful to watch the way they love these kids. And Susan's one of our very own here, and Phil, one of our very own here. And uh, you guys did a tremendous job leading, leading those kids, loving them and leading them in the Lord. And so I, I just wanted to thank you for the opportunity to come because it was, I learned a lot just from watching you guys' leadership. It was great. Um, I also learned from one of them who is an 18-year-old. His name is Will Rogers. And um, on Friday night, I told Will, I said, uh, this is what I'm speaking on Sunday at church, and here's my title. So I gave him the title of the message. So I'm going to give you the title of the message today. The title of the message today is Relation Tips for Your Relationships. Okay? Just Relation Tips for Your Relationships. And he goes, oh, man. He goes, wait a minute. He, and he comes and he plops down beside me on the couch. He goes, I'm going to give you the do's and don'ts of relationships. I said, okay, well, go for it. He said, number one, the woman is always right. <laughs> now, he was thinking in terms of boyfriend-girlfriend relationship, of course. He said, number two, if she's had a bad day, just stay away. Just stay away. And then he said, number three, well, truthfully, he said, I haven't had too many successful relationships. <laughs> and then my wife goes, back to number one for number three. The woman is always right. And it was so much fun because I don't know if you've ever felt like Will, you ever, you ever feel like, well, <laughs> I'm trying to give advice here, but the truth is I really haven't had that many successful relationships? You ever feel stuck in a relationship? Uh, I, by the way, where do you turn when you need relationship advice? Um, I always think it's interesting to talk to people about where they turn for relationship advice. Um, some people turn to a friend. Some people turn to a counselor, a therapist. Some people turn to a pastor. Uh, some people turn to... Uh, Dear Abby, you know, I mean, a book, I mean, a lot of different places. But I wonder, do you ever, do you ever turn to the Bible for, for relationship advice? Um, you know, there's a lot of great truth that the Bible gives us, and especially Jesus teaching on relationships. And what I want to do this morning, just for the next few minutes, I just want to share some relation tips for relationships. Now, these, this is kind of a broad, general Message. So it's not just romantic relationships between a man and a woman. It's also 
uh, co-workers, it's also family, it's also a parenting relationship. But I, I think that if you think of relationships in these terms, what I'm going to share with you this morning, that it will help you in developing your relationships. And, and so I want to share with you the first thought this morning, the first relationship is simple, that's relationships are make and break. And, and here's, here's the thing, you say, well, why would I want to focus on my relationships? Why do we need a series at Crossroads called Relationships 101? I mean, isn't this basic stuff, Brad? Yes, it is. It's all about relationships. And the reason that we have a series like this is because we know that in your life and in ours, that relationships are make or break. They make or break you. As a matter of fact, one leadership expert says, most people can trace their greatest successes in life or their greatest failures in life back to a relationship. If you think about it, the times that you really had successes in your life, most of the time you were involved with other people and they helped you. Also the times that you failed or you felt that you weren't doing well in life, it can probably be traced back to a, a few bad relationships. Would you agree with that? Yeah, a, a lot of people. I mean, how many times has a counselor talked to somebody whose life has hit rock bottom? And they'll ask them, they'll say, how did you get here? Where did this begin? How did this start? And then you hear them say the four fateful words. I had this friend. <laughs> I had this friend. And, 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 and then they begin to tell you their story. By the way, how many of you have ever ridden an elevator? How many of you don't like elevators, by the way? You're a little claustrophobic, yeah. All right. Well, th this is the elevator principle in relationships. You see, the reason that rela relationships are make or break, the reason that they are so vital to our lives is because relationships are like elevators. Just like an elevator, you push the button, it takes you up, or you push the button, and it takes you down. Every single relationship you have in your life right now is either taking you higher to another level or it's taking you down to a lower level. That's the elevator. Your relationships are like elevators. And so they're either taking you up or they're bringing you down. Because relationships dictate your success in life. The key to getting ahead is often getting along. Like if you can't get along with people, you're not going to get very far. Would you agree with that? That's true, right? I mean, I think, um, like for example, uh, I, I love this quote by Dr. Bruce Tolgan. He says, people get hired for their hard skills, but get fired for their soft skills. Now here's what he means by that. You can be the greatest mechanic in Cecil County. You can know how to t work on engines and do all of that. And, and that's a hard skill. But if you can't work with other employees, if you can't get yourself to work on time, if you can't meet deadlines and you don't know how to treat the customer right, those are called soft skills. You get hired because you were a good mechanic and eventually you'll get fired because you were a bad employee. Does that make sense? So when I'm talking about relationships, a lot of people think of relationships as a hobby. Like, I like golf, 
I'm interested in golf. I can take it or leave it, though. And that's how a lot of people think of relationships. They think, oh, you know, it's, it's sort of like a hobby. I'm interested, but if I want to leave it alone, I can. And, and I'm here to tell you this morning that, that that is the wrong way to think about relationships. You can't take it or leave it when it comes to relationships. You, you can't leave it. You're a social person. God has made you for relationships. As a matter of fact, I, I saw a t-shirt this week uh, as we were traveling that said this. I don't like morning people or mornings or people. <laughs> I don't like any of those. You, you ever met anybody like that? You know, they're just like, ah, I hate mornings. I hate the world. I don't like people. I, you know, I would be so happy if it weren't for all the people. You know, a lot of people feel that way. And your relationships impact all of your life, every single part of your life. As a matter of fact, this is what God says in Genesis chapter 2, verse 18. Then the Lord God said, It is not good for the man to be alone. I will make him a helper as his complement. I will make him a helper suitable for him. God says right from the very beginning, I made you to be in relationship with other people. God never made a hermit. God never made somebody to be isolated. God never made us to live in solitary confinement away from the rest of the world. God made us to be connected to one another. The problem is we get into connection with each other and some, some relationships feel a little bit like porcupines, you know. The closer you get to them, the more, you get, the more it hurts, the more it gets, gets stuck, and the more pain you have. And, and you, you, you come away from it with a lot of these little barbs that have been stuck in you and you're hurting. And, and, and so sometimes relationships can feel like that. I don't know if you know this or not, this is interesting part of relationships. Remember, relationships are make or break. I mean, they will make your career or they will break your career. Who you know does matter. Would you agree with that? Yeah, absolutely. We all know that's true. We all know that's true. Uh, relationships can make or break a marriage. Would you agree with that? Yeah. Relationships can make or break a family, can make or break a neighborhood. <clears throat> relationships can make or break nations. Right? I mean, we're watching all of these things unfold today on a global level, and it's all about how we either get along or don't get along. Isn't that amazing? When you boil it all down to it, it's really just about whether or not we can get along. It's an amazing thing. Relationships are make or break. They really are. As a matter of fact, and this really helped me a lot when I learned this in my life, this was something that I, I had to go through and learn because I, I hit a, a, a patch of, a rough patch in my life in my college days when I was having trouble with my relationships. And so I started on a search and I said, Lord, I feel stuck in my relationships. I feel like I just don't know how to handle the relationships. And God began to show me some, some truths from his word and some things that began to help me with them. Now, for example... The way we handle relationships as adults can often be traced to the way we were handled as babies and infants. It's very interesting. Psychologists call it attachment theory. 
attachment theory. It says that our ability to be attached to others as adults is linked to the way we were attached or not attached to our earliest caregivers. For example, David, King David in the Bible talks about this. I want you to listen to this. This is Psalm 22, verses 9 and 10. But you are he who took me out of the womb. David is speaking, and he's speaking to God. He says, but you, God, are he who took me out of the womb. You made me trust while on my mother's breasts. Now, there is no picture that is more that is more indicative of attachment and relationship and, and the strength of a bond as a mother with her baby. Would you agree? I mean, that's, that's about as strong as it gets. That's why when that little baby gets onto the grade school yard, he goes, you can talk about my daddy, you can talk about my brothers, but you can't talk about my mommy. Right? Don't mess with mama. Why? Because there's a bond. There's a bond. And King David... In Psalm says, God, you were giving me a sense of security when I was just a baby being cared for by my mom. Now, he goes on, I was cast upon you from birth. From my mother's womb, you have been my God. He says that I, was, I began to learn what it was like to have a relationship from the very beginning. Now, Nicole, my wife, has a cousin who she and her, or he and her, uh, he and his wife were trying to adopt a Russian boy. He was from Russia. He was around 10 years old. This Russian boy had grown up in orphanages all his life. So please understand, he did not have this. You see what I'm saying? He didn't have that. Never. There was never a sense of attachment. There was never a sense of security. He was given away. So he just hopped from place to place all his life. Well, when they took him into their home as foster family, they began to have real struggles with him. I mean, he, he was acting out. He was not, he was not really uh, meshing and blending with the family. There was not the chemistry there. And, and uh, a friend, the friend of Nicole's told us, said, I, I, I know why, because I saw him one night. And she walked in the bedroom before he was going to sleep. And here's what this little boy was doing. He's 10 years old. He, he sat down on the end of his bed, just like this. He took his hands. He put one here, and he put one here. And she said he leaned back, and he started rocking himself. 10 years old, rocking himself to sleep. Because nobody had ever done that for him. Now, can I make a prediction? That little boy's going to have a hard time with relationships when he gets older. Unless God intervenes or a family intervenes and helps him understand how to properly and in a healthy way be attached as an adult to have great relationships. He's going to struggle. See, what I'm saying to you is I'm not sharing that story with you to make you sad. I'm sharing that story with you because that's, re that's real life. And if you're an adult and you're having trouble in your relationships, very often it can go back to your childhood. Now, some of you say, I don't really care about going back. It's too much work for me. I don't want to think about that stuff. Fine, it's your life. 
<laughs> right? I don't mean that in a bad way, but it's your life, it's your relationship, it's your, it's your emotional health, you know, it's up to you. But God gives us this wisdom if you want to take it. Now, you can take it and throw it in the lake if you want, but God says you'd probably be, be wise if you listened, especially when it comes to relationships. See, the seeds of your adult relational style were sown in childhood. The seeds of how you relate to people today as an adult, those were sown in childhood. For instance, if you're on again, off again in your relationships, if your relationships are always like hot or either, either hot or cold, up or down, on or off, if there's no consistency in your relationships, it may be because there wasn't much consistency in how you were treated as a child. Maybe you never were given this consistent, stable message that you would be loved unconditionally no matter what. And so because there was a lot of inconsistency in how you were treated, you grow up and guess what? You become an inconsistent adult who has up or down, hot or cold, rocky relationships. Now the good news is, now here's the good news. I haven't taken you this far to depress you. The good news is that if you are bad at relationships, you can get better. If you feel stuck in relationships, you can get unstuck. God tells us how, and here's why, here's why. Relationships are make or break, but they're also, relationships are also give and take. They're give and take. Now, thankfully, if you've had a less than perfect upbringing, it does not have to define the rest of your life. It really doesn't. Here's why. Okay, I want you to pay attention to this. Please look up at me. This is very important. You weren't born a winner. You weren't born a loser. You were born a chooser. Does that make sense? You weren't born a winner. That means you don't get a trophy just for being here. You weren't born a loser. You were born a chooser. I was having a conversation with um, Keith Wilson's wife, Christina, this week, and she made this comment, and I could not have agreed more. She said, it, life is about choices. It really is. Life's about choices. Uh, I like what one guy says. He, says. he says, you know, when we first come into this world, we look a lot like our parents, but when we leave this world, we look a lot like our choices. You know what I mean? So if you're an adult now, You've got to start owning your relationships. Are you ready to take responsibility for your relationships? That's really what it takes. I want you to think of relationships as give and take. Give and take. Give and take. Think about what we give in relationships. We give our heart, right? We give our, our time. We give our opinion, <laughs> don't we? We give our advice. We give criticism. We give credit. We give the benefit of the doubt, if it's a healthy relationship. We give a shoulder to cry on, 
a hand to hold, a listening ear. These are things you give. Remember, relationships are give and take. What are the things you take in a relationship? Well, you take it fast or slow. You take it one day at a time. Sometimes you take it personally, depending on the relationship. You take the good with the... Yeah, that's another thing you take in relationships. Some people take it or leave it. If the relationship is healthy, you give grace. But if it's not, you take revenge. Does that make sense? So we're, we're talking about relationships are give and take. Give and take. And, and here's a powerful way to think about your relationships. Here's how I think about my relationships. Every relationship that you have in your life right now, whether it's with a, a spouse or a child or a friend, a neighbor or a coworker, a boss, whoever, has its own bank account. Every relationship has its own bank account. And in every bank account, you either make deposits or withdrawals. And so every relationship you have has its own bank account. And you start off with a certain amount of change in a relationship. When you first meet someone, they don't know you very well, so they're going to give you some space. They're going to give you the benefit of the doubt. They're going to give you some margin until they catch you in that first lie. Then, you, th then you're going to make a withdrawal out of that account. Then you don't have as much money, which means you don't have as much trust. And then you tell another lie. Well, there goes some more change out of that, out of that bank account. And, and, then, and then you do something over here that breaks trust. And so what happens is you have to really look at your relationships and each bank account and ask yourself this question. Are you ready? Ask yourself this question. Am I depositing more than I'm withdrawing in this relationship? Am I giving more than I'm taking? If a relationship is healthy, you ought to feel that you're giving more than you're taking. If it's not healthy, you're going to feel like you're taking it but not doing much giving. And so relationships, not only are make or break, they're give and take. Now Jesus explains this in Matthew chapter 7, and, and I want to share this with you. Wonderful passage, Jesus says this, and it's one of the most famous passages in the Bible, he talks about, he says, judge not lest you be judged. Or he says, don't condemn others, and God won't condemn you. God will be as hard on you as you are on others. He will treat you exactly as you treat them. And then Jesus gives us the principle. You can see the speck in your friend's eye but you don't notice the log in your own eye. Notice if there's a give and take. You're looking at your friend and you're about ready to give some advice. You're about ready to give some of your great criticism. And you say, hey, let me, let me tell you about, about how this area is wrong in your life. Let me tell you about how you can do better in this area in your life. Let me give you a grade. And Jesus says, whoa, 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 slow down. Before you start grading the other person, why don't you, first of all, take a self-inventory? He says, because while you're looking at this small little speck of dust in their eye, you've got this big honking log coming out of your eye. And you can't see, and you don't know that you can't see because it's so big. Relationships are give and take. 
There's an exchange that takes place in relationships. Somebody asks a question, they give an answer. You give a smile, you get a smile. You give a frown, you get a frown. Very important. Jesus says, in this give and take exchange in relationships, make sure that you're not willing to give something you're also not willing to take. Let me say that again. If you can't take it, don't give it. Right? If you can't take the criticism, don't give the criticism. If you, if you don't want to do, have that kind of exchange, Jesus says, be, be careful. You need to look inside your own heart and look at your own life. He says, how can you say, my friend, let me take the speck out of your eye when you don't see the log in your own eye? You're nothing but show-offs. First, take the log out of your own eye. Then you can see how to take the speck out of your friend's eye. And then he goes on, and he says what you and I know to be the golden rule. Treat others as you want them to treat you. This is what the law and the prophets are all about. One leadership author, John Maxwell, was approached by his publishing company, and they asked him to do a book. And they wanted him to do a book on business ethics. And he said, I can't do that. I said, why can't you do that? He says, because there's no such thing as business ethics. There's just ethics. You don't go to, go to work and have one standard of honesty and then come home and have another standard of honesty. There's just honesty. Whether you're at work or at home or wherever you are, whoever you're with. There has never been a greater relationship bedrock principle than what Jesus just gave us. Do unto others as you would have them do unto you. It's real simple and difficult to apply sometimes. Jesus says, in this give and take exchange, make sure, make sure that you're asking yourself, would I want them to give me what I'm giving them right now? Would I want them to take from me what I'm taking from them right now? Does that make sense? Ask yourself that question. It's just a simple thoughtfulness and, and empathy, give and take. Finally, relationships not only are make or break, give and take, but they're also real or fake. Now, you know this is true. Can I hear an amen on this one? Yeah. I remember I was, uh, I must have been like 10 years old, and I had a neighbor that was younger, he was like about seven years old. So I had no real interest in playing with this guy and hanging out with him because he was younger than me and that wasn't cool, you know what I mean? But, but, he always had better toys than I did. Always! I don't know, his dad had a better job, I don't know what it was. And, and I remember like, I'd look over and I'd, I'd see him like in one of those little uh, you know, electric charged wheelie things. I'd be like, oh man, that's cool. And his name's Chris. And I'd be like, man, I'm one. all of a sudden, mysteriously, to have a desire to hang out with Chris, you know. And, and I remember one day, I told my mom, I'm gonna go over to Chris's house. And, and she stopped me on the front porch. And she said, well, hold on, Brad. She said, why do you wanna go over to Chris's house? <laughs> I was 10 and I was not a philosopher. So I was like, uh, I just wanna go play with Chris, mom. I don't know. She said, do you want to because you just want to play with his toys or do you like Chris? 
<laughs> well, what was I supposed to say? I got the point. And she said, she, she wrapped it up and she said, we're not friends with people because of what they have or because of what they can do for us. We're friends with people because of, of our liking them and who they are. And you know as well as I do that relationships are real or they're fake. And what I mean by that is you've either decided that you're going to be real with another person or you've either decided that you're going to play a role with another person. The role could be whatever it is. Like if I'm at work and... Um, and I'm a computer technician and another person is a computer technician, then I, I may have decided I will only interact with this person in my role as a computer technician. I will not let down my hair. I will not be real. I will not tell them any more than I have to. That's an example. At some level, that relationship is going to be fake. Now, I'm not saying you're supposed to be close with everybody. And I'm not saying that you just tell the world your dirty laundry. What I am saying is you and I both know that there are times when relationships are real or fake. Um, I want to do something real quick with you if, you, if I can, as I close up our message today. It's just an experiment. Um, I have a $50 bill right here. Would any of you like to have this? A few of you. I appreciate your honesty. Now, Thomas, look at that young man right there. Standing boldly and proudly. Yes. I feel like you ought to start singing, like, God bless America or something right now. Yes. Okay. All right. So, so here, here's what I want to do real quick, real quick. You, you that said you want it. Okay. Let me, let me do this. All right. Crumple it up. Right? Crumple it up. Mess it up. Now, how many of you still want this $50 bill? It's increased. People are weird. What do you, it's increased all of a sudden. Okay, hold on a second, hold on a second. And, and it's a real $50 bill, I promise you. It's, it's not a fake, it's real. All right, so if I, if I drop it, I'm just grounding this thing in, this bad boy into the carpet. All right, grounding it in. All right, who would like to, who would still like to have this $50 bill? All right, all right. Now I thank you for playing today. Thank you for playing today. You, yes, you do. I know you do. We all work hard, and I can't believe I just did this. But here's the, here's, here's the thing. We've all learned a life lesson here today at the end of this message, which is this. You don't lose your value simply because you've been crumpled or crinkled or dropped or stepped on. Now, a relationship, if it's real, now, you and I both know if this was a fake $50 bill, you would not want it. As long as it's real, it holds what? Value. And I want to encourage you in your relationships. It's the same way. If you're in a relationship with another person and they've been crumpled, crinkled, dropped, or stepped on, they have not lost their value. They are not damaged goods. They are always valuable. And therefore, 
Your relationship with them always holds its value, no matter what. The relationship is worth having because that person is worth loving. Let's pray together this morning.